Ready? Ready? Wheels on the bus go, go round and round, round and round, round and round. Oh, we must go round and round all the town. The baby on the bus go. Baby on the bus go well, well, well. all through the town. Thank you. No, 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 no podcast. Episode six. A joy. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my two-year-old daughter Nova. Welcome to the Most Everything Podcast. Like she said, episode six. And we hope you guys enjoy. Follow me on Instagram at r underscore g. You can follow me on Instagram at Corey Hilton one. That's right. And if you need to email us anything, your top fives, um, your feedback on the podcast overall, email us at mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com. We definitely want to thank everybody for listening, everybody for giving their feedback. We really appreciate it. Taking time out of your busy day. Uh, now we're also on iTunes. We're also, of course, we're still on SoundCloud. We're also on Google Play, but now we're on Stitcher. Yeah, we've added Stitcher to our mix. So we are trying to get as many ways to listen to our podcast as possible so we're we're going to be adding more and more as time come we're learning as we're going we're learning how to do these things um it's just reese and i reese does most of the work um <laughs> pat myself on the back for that one <laughs> yes but you know we're, we're working here we're working we trying we trying we got a lot of things coming down the um, pipeline that's right and so um for those who don't know what stitch is it's just another platform to listen to um um, another another platform to listen to um, to podcasts. Um, so if that's your thing, there's a Stitcher app that you could download in your whether it's your iTunes Store or your Google Play Store. Um, you could definitely download um, that po- that app to listen to the podcast and other podcasts um, that's on there as well. Um, we definitely want to give a special shout out to one of our most loyal listeners. Miss mm-hmm. Dominique Dizel. Thank you, Dominique. She um, she was the first one to leave a comment on, on our on our iTunes team uh, iPhone. T- I guess <laughs> uh, she was the first one to leave a comment on our podcast um, on iTunes. So uh, Corey, what does the what does the comment say? <clears throat> so she gave us five stars. We can't Always. go higher than five. No, nothing less. Top nothing five. Less. Top five. Nothing less. Um, top five reasons why this is a must is the subject. Um, okay, folks, the podcast right here is a must-listen. Here are the reasons why. One, hosted by two young, diverse black men. That would be myself and Reese. That's right. Or, or Reese and I, uh-huh. however you want it, English. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, two, speaks truth on current events w- within our world, uh-huh. community, and lives. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we understand that the world is a crazy world, and we should get our opinion out there. Use that First Amendment. That's right. Um, and also, uh, she said, step three, advocate spreads awareness on important issues with society. Mm-hmm. Um, step, I mean, reason five, breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, reason four, breath of fresh air. Reason five, brings innovating humor and a sense of relaxation. That's right. That's what we did. I, I agree, thousand and ten percent. And yo, for to be honest, uh, one of the the other reasons why you know I wanted Corey in the mix when I when I thought about starting this podcast because our group chat to be fire. <laughs> yeah, so they did. <laughs> we're trying to bring our group chat talk, um, the PG thirteen version of our group chat talk talk to our to our podcast for you guys to listen to, man. Uh, really appreciate that. We also got an email of the week from uh, somebody that you know very well, right? Yeah, yeah, I know pretty well. I know all my life, you okay. know. Um, my aunt takes times out of her 
busy schedule. Hey, to, Auntie Fulton. Uh, Miss <laughs> Fulton. How you doing? Um, uh, to listen to our podcast. And when I say she's a busy, she's a deaconess at one of the biggest churches in Baltimore. Um, executive administrator to the pastor at that church. So mm-hmm. she is busy all the time. She sent us a nice um, email. Nice um, lengthy ho- one. Yeah, I'll highlight some of the um, things she said in the email. She told me to level up with the uh, Chick-fil-A fries. Yeah, she that's, said, right, that's right. <laughs> she told me to get the red box. Uh-huh, uh, red box, baby. Yeah, it was funny because I actually had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Uh-huh. I know you're jealous because you didn't. Without me, it's all good. Um, she told us that she'd been sick of the NFL since the Ray Rice whole situation. She's not an advocate of the uh, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But she also mentioned that Ben Roethlisberger has multiple sexual uh, allegations against him. And he's still playing domestic charges against him. So she just feel like, you know, it's a black versus white thing. That's quite interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Um, She's a fan of, uh, she's a fan of Colin Kaepernick. And Mm -hmm. she supports him and stands with him. Um, and she prays for him every day, mm-hmm. um, and he, she knows that he's out there making a bigger purpose uh, than football. Is like as LeBron James would say, it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than football. That's right. Um, and I, I recently I both agree with her. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Okay. 100%. okay. <laughs> and um, we feel like he's doing more for the world today as he uh, as what he's doing by doing what he do. Um, than being a football player. Right. So, um, you know, God had bigger plans for him. And she also mentioned her top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week's episode, we went over top five cereals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told my cousin um, that this reminded me, the top five cereals reminded me of a childhood memory. Like, I felt like I was a child again, mm-hmm. just waking up Saturday morning eating cereal. Uh, my mom didn't cook. It's 8 o'clock at night, and I, I want something to eat. Cereal. Cereal, (laughs) When I had no bills, I would just eat cereal. It was just amazing. But her top five, she says now is Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay. Uh, Was that number one or number? That was number one. I'm sorry, I'm starting one. And then in her twenties, which was like three years ago, (laughs) um, Captain Crunch berries, Apple Jacks. Number four, sorry, Captain Crunch was number two. Apple Jacks was number three. Number four was Special K Cinnamon Almond Crunch. And I actually remember her eating this. She used to have boxes of this shit. Uh, uh, it was always Bedford Avenue. I remember. I remember this box. Uh-huh. And then number five was Sugar Smacks. Sugar Smacks. Mm. I, I I used to like those, but without milk. You just might as well just eat eat them without the milk. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I did with those, but they're not my favorite. So thank you for taking time out your busy schedule. Thank you so much, Miss Fulton, for writing us an email and giving you your top five. Uh, I definitely agree with 3.5. 3.5 are your top five. Got you. And uh, again, uh, she sent this this little... Um, in the subject line, it says, Reese and Corey keep grinding. So we definitely oh, yeah, going to keep, keep grinding. grinding. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we hope you enjoy um, the rest of today's show. Um, all right. So we're gonna just going to start, start it off. Uh, something that's... Uh, it is hard to talk about, hard to discuss, but um, we're going to you know, talk about it anyway. So there's a father in Alabama. He had his girlfriend rape his um, son who has autism um, because he thought his, his 11-year-old son was gay. Um, right now, they face life in prison, and um, the father's defense attorney said that he was trying to straighten him out. There's no sexual attraction to his son or to his children. Um, they should throw both of these, both of these people under the jail. Throw Absolutely, the key. that shit is uh, disgusting. 
I, I, speechless. We're we're definitely speechless. Uh, reading this story, um, it's very unfortunate. Um, you have an eleven year old boy. Uh, whether or not, um, whether or not the the the, the sexuality of your child. Uh, whether gay, straight, bisexual, whatever they identify as, at the end of the day, they're, they're part of you, right? Absolutely. You you help create them, you help bring them to, to this world, and whatever they, they decide to do, whether it's... Um, what what whatever have to do with their sexuality is is, is up to them for for them to find it's, it's, their way through it's it. It's their life, right? Um, would you stop your child from trying to make a million dollars just mm-hmm. because? I don't know. I, I can't even think of a scenario right now. But like, you don't stop your son from wanting to be better than you in life. So right. why would you stop your child, mother, son or daughter, whatever it is, mm-hmm. just because they have sexuality? Let them live their life and live the life they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of gay people in my family, mm-hmm. um, and I don't judge any of them. Um, I have a transgender cousin. Um, I never judge him, you know, or her. Sorry, she does what she does, and I still love her the way I loved her before she. Transition. Transition over. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes there. Um, you know, I have um, a gay mother who, um, when she told me that, I was in shock. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Um, kept it moving. I love her even more to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a gay little brother who um, did nothing change when he when he came out that he was gay. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it, just, it just bothers me that it hurt you that much that your child was gay that you told your girlfriend to rape him. Both of y'all are sick. Try to straighten him out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were sick. There's not much we can really say about this topic. Uh, someone needs to pray for you. Um, I don't know who, but someone mm-hmm. needs to pray for you. I feel like they should definitely face life in prison. Mm-hmm. And I hope that child, whoever his new parents may be, mm-hmm. um, accepts him and appreciates him and, and treats him the way he should be treated. Right. And, um, I know we talk a lot about, um, you know, in the media or in the world in general, we talk a lot about, um, um, girls, little girls, um, young girls being molested or raped, but we don't really talk much about boys being molested or raped. Right. right? That's so the, these things happen and they're both wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, what you're doing is you're even confusing the child about their sexuality. Absolutely. And the kid wasn't gay. He had, he had autism. Right. So he didn't um, know no better. Right. That's, so that's so, even worse, bro. So you force an underage individual into these kind of acts. You're even creating more problems that you're trying to solve. So th- this whole thing is definitely sick. It's, it's unfortunate. When, and when, when I first read this story, this reminded me of Antoine Fisher. Um, did you watch that movie? Um, um, Denzel wrote in it. Plate was the yeah. And um, I forgot that Derek Luke. Yeah. Um, and Derek Luke, when he was a child, was getting molested by his babysitter. Babysitter, I think mm-hmm. it was. And this is a true story. Right. And it messed up his life. Um, he was a virgin all the way because he didn't know. He didn't know what to do, right. how to handle himself. Mm-hmm. He was in the army, and he met this girl, and they were supposed to have sex, and it was just awkward for him because all he could have, all he kept having was flashbacks to when he was getting raped by his. Um, I think it was his foster mother. Mm-hmm. I think it was his foster mother when he was getting raped by. Her actual daughter, mm. so his foster sister. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in a while, mm. but that's all I can think. And this is a true story. true story, and this is this sad man. So this kid is gonna have to deal with this for life for the rest and, of his life, and go through therapy mm-hmm. every day of his life. So things that he might want to do um, on a day to day basis basis is going to be interrupted because of therapy, and then he also has autism. So things are getting interrupted because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's sad that we can't control who have kids or what they do to their kids, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's just sad, man. Like, people do better, man. Accept your children for who what, they are, who they are, what they identify as. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it as a sickness. Um, I have a two-year-old daughter. Um, Corey's yet to have children, but um, it doesn't matter what her sexual orientation is when she gets older and she's able to identify with what she likes or what she doesn't like. Right. That has nothing to do with me. I I would hundred percent support my child in whatever they want to do, just as long as as it is. Um, it is, is it is their their deep desire, mm-hmm. um, and it, it doesn't it does not phase me. It does not matter to me at all. I will not feel ashamed if I have a son and he decides to um to to like um a member of the same sex. I'll be front and center at, at his wedding. Yep. Um, supporting me him. and Corey will be at the reception. Absolutely. Um, getting, eating all the food, just supporting. Doing the podcast live from the doing wedding. Doing the podcast <laughs> live from that wedding. I, I, I don't care. It does not bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not feel uncomfortable. I'm comfortable with what my sexuality is, and I respect other people's sexuality. So it doesn't phase me. I wonder how old this father was because he's 29. Oh, he's young. He's, he's 20. He's he's 29, and, and the girl is 21. Wow, I, I expected the, for the father to be a little bit older for some reason because the older generation, the, like the older mentality, yeah, is a little has, skewed. Yeah, yeah, hasn't really accepted this. Right. LBJT community, right. if I said that right, LGB, LGBTQ, Q, LGBTQ yeah. community. Um, so for him to be twenty nine and and he grew up in the era, not the era, gayness has always been around, but mm-hmm. the sexuality where people are comfortable with coming out as to who they are, is just it's also concerning. Um, it's an issue that has to start with him. Right, it starts with him. It's just a personal thing. It's not even about the kid. This is a personal thing. Um, or you might care what people has to say. Right. People are people are sick. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so moving right along from this uh, disgusting uh, situation. Situation. Hold on. Can we go back? What the attorney said that it was trying to straighten him out. Mm-hmm. That attorney needs to be barred. For him to even uh, take take this case, it's I only think he could take it for two reasons. Uh, well, one. And he wants that his name to be in the center of attention because he know this is a story that's probably going to make some ground on, um, you know, on the news level. Right. And he wanted his name to be out there. He's trying to broadcast his business and trying to go from there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this this lawyer is just fucking disgusting. I as don't. Well. I, to be honest, I don't understand people who defend um, sexual predators, mm-hmm. people who defend mass murderers. Um, I, I don't. What I think the only thing. They, they could admit that they're guilty, but the only thing they're trying to vie for is probably not the death penalty, right. or they're trying to just get as, as low of a sentence as possible. That's understandable. Uh, but th- there's literally nothing you can say. You you can't say anything in defense because they're guilty. You know what? He lived, He actually lived with his mom in Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. And he, um, he spent... Thanksgiving or the holiday season with his dad in um, in Alabama. Gotcha. So um, when I think after it, it happened in 2016, so this is about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm guessing by the time the son re- returned home, I guess he told his mother what happened. He's 11 years old. I'm right. pretty, he's coherent. He could Absolutely. communicate uh, right. well. Um, he told his mother what happened. And that the shit mom, is disturbing. Hey, how was he no with games. your dad? Right. Oh. This happened, this, this happened. happened, this happened. Whoa. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Got we, we got to go. Um, all right, moving right along to something heartfelt, uh, something bittersweet, I should say. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's two sides. 
So we have a student, Mike Brown. He's a student at Lamar High School in Houston, Texas. So Mr. Brown got accepted to 20 of the country's top colleges with full scholarships. Full rides. Full rides. Full rides. He has a 4.68 GPA. First of all, I thought that the highest 4. GPA 0. you could get is 4.0. Yeah. This dude just excelled, got a 0.68 um, points that, higher. That extra credit, man. <laughs> Let's give that man a round of applause. Yeah, though. absolutely. Oh, and to add to that, he scored a 1540 on his SAT. Um, unfortunately, because you know how they have, um, there's a lot of these stuff going viral. Yes, where, they're um, releasing the videos. They're, they're releasing these videos of these kids getting accepted, mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of kids around. Right, and, and the society and family. I feel good And, and, it's, been, and it's been black people, too. Right, um, exactly. it, and, and Mike Brown mm-hmm. is black. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so, um, but he's received criticism from a Fox... Um, news anchor um, Holly Morris and Sarah Frazier. Frazier says, and I quote, it's a little ridiculous that this kid applied for 20, taking away a spot and basically waitlisting another kid. First of all, Miss Frazier, I bet you you are white. So this one I'm going to tell you. I'm pretty sure there's a there's a certain amount of scholarships that each school could give out. So whether or not a kid um, is get accepted to 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 college from a um, scholarship, or they accept it and they just got applied to get a scholarship. Everybody's allowed a certain amount of scholarships to give out. So mm-hmm. hold that, chill. Um, so Mike then he actually contacted. I, I guess the, the news came back to Michael and his family, and Michael contacted the 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 news station. He actually did an interview with one of the anchors, Holly Morris, but he didn't give her a permission to air the interview unless he received a public apology, which ha. is damn right. He 4. should receive 6 a GPA. Right, he should he should <laughs> receive a public apology, but she Miss um, Frazier yet to give. Um, Mr. Brown, that public apology. So it's um it's still out there. So um I'm just go around and say it. Uh, it's because he's black. Absolutely. Right? So there, there's literally no reason at all you should come out. Um, you should come out in support and congratulating this this um this young man for whether he's white or black. And and. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. So you should be coming out to um, congratulate this young man, whether he's white or black, for getting accepted to these 20 colleges because I, you probably went to the community college. This, probably. So you're probably just low-key hating. Mm-hmm. But, um, A little jealous. Yeah. So to be accepted to, 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 to the top 20 colleges, and you could pick whatever you want. It doesn't matter where you go because you're going to have a full scholarship all of them. So shout out to Mike. Uh, they just hating on you. Uh, they just hating because they can't be you. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Like first, first of all, you gotta you gotta sit back. I like to analyze everything. I don't know when I got to this mind state, but I like to sit down and analyze every detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the sake of the show, I'm just gonna highlight some few keys. Okay. First of all, why people say black people are lazy? Mm-hmm. You know how That's long right. it takes to do a, a college application. <laughs> Granted, okay. last episode I said I didn't go to college, but I know what the process is of filling right. out an application. Right. And for him to take the time out to do twenty applications, mm-hmm. twenty, mm-hmm. he could have did more. I don't know, mm-hmm. but twenty applications uh, is a lot of work. That's, that's so she's criticizing a kid. Mm-hmm. First of all, a kid. He's 17. At 17 mm-hmm. for working hard and filling out 20 college applications. Um, she has to understand if she has kids, this kid is for her kid and the future of everybody else in the world. That's right. We don't know what that kid is going to go to school for, how he's going to uh, affect the world. He could be the person who cures AIDS or the mm-hmm. person who cures 
this or oh, he could, peace. He, could, he could come in and be her boss. He could come in and be her boss next year, probably. Right. <laughs> um, but it's, it's said that people are criticizing kids for wanting to do better and mm-hmm. excited about it. And just because he got accepted to Tony, I mean, to Tony schools, he's not taking all 20. He's only going to take taking, choose one. Yeah. Um, so it's nothing wrong with having options. Mm-hmm. Options are good. Right. Um, you know, he got to think about how far he want to be from his family. Mm-hmm. Um, which one's going to give him the best, uh, the best, which one has the best school for whatever he's going right. his degree is for. Right. Yeah. So it's a lot of things he got to factor in. And, you know, maybe he has a couple of degrees that he want to go for or uh, his things he want to study. And he's like, well, let me apply here. If I don't get set to this, I'll go for my second option. And this is the best school for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't, I have this, but I might not want to do that. So let me apply here and let me decide on what I want to do for life. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what his, his thought process was or his family thought process was. Right. Um, I think a simple congratulations would have been uh, enough. And I'm actually sad at uh, Fox News for even allowing them to add this this mm-hmm. story, and it shows how much uh, how how trashy news is beginning to get that right. you're criticizing kids. It's so much so much opinion is fueled behind it, and not an, and and um, not enough facts. So you state your mm-hmm. facts, you move on. You, that's it. Don't put your two cents in. Nobody really asks you I, for your two cents. I wonder. That's, I wonder if her kid would have. Well, gotten twenty colleges if she would have said that. Right. No. So my kid is a genius and he does this and he does that. She probably just lonely. No, fuck her. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. We're at the kitchen table. Get your elbows off the table. We have some respect around here. Again, we're 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 still at our kitchen table. We're not in some kind of studio. We're at my kitchen table in my kitchen. So, um, so to Miss Holly Morris and Sarah Frazier. Do better. Uh, kick rocks. Do better. All right, so Cardi B released her album, right? Drip, drip. Cardi released her album um, on Friday. We recorded on Friday, right? Did we? We recorded episode five on Friday. Yeah, we did Friday, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we didn't get a chance to listen to it to give you guys our feedback. Um, but now... We've listened to it. I love the album. Yeah, it's hot. She's they, getting a lot of love in which throughout the entire industry. Right. Even Oprah, Oprah Winfrey was listening to it. Oprah posted a picture on Instagram. She's like, I'm bumping that Cardi. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cardi's out of here, yo. Cardi's yeah. out of here. Uh, there should be no reason why I'm jamming hard to Cardi B. Um, other than it's a great piece of work, it is um, good. It's a, it's a good album, right? Even even she, if even if I never knew who Cardi B was in the social in the social media of things or in the um, in the in the um, reality TV of things, loving hip hop and all that stuff, the album is amazing, yo. It is. It's a really good album. Um, she speaks on um, how her come up, right? How she. Um, she was a stripper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all know her back. Well, not all of us know her background story, but you know, she spoke on her um, her past history, how um, people didn't believe in her, mm-hmm. um, and all that good stuff. And now she's here, and, and she's happy. And I think she's humble. Right. Um, and I think her album is good. She got a she got a couple good um, features on there. Right. She got a feature with Chance, mm-hmm. the Migos. SZA, SZA. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my that's one of my favorite song is I do with SZA. Um it's Bickin' Head, it's uh Be Careful, it's uh Moneybag, uh Moneybag. Uh, yeah, yes. Moneybag is fire. Of course it's best life, like you said, she has it with chance. It's uh Get Up Ten, 
It's uh, the whole album. She bad. Uh, it's it's literally every single song. Besides, because Bodak Yellow been playing for like a year yeah. now, and then Barty Barty and Cardi's been playing for a very long time. So, Duh. besides those songs, everything else, I love it, and I like it too. I like it as a nice um a nice um song in that album as well. I think th- through your phone, um, women. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So, yeah. oh, recent saw a video where she was in high school. Doing a performance of Lady Gaga yeah, song, she killed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I mean, the video wasn't that good, but from what I can see, she was really performing. Like she, she was, was, she had the heels on, uh, she had the wagon already. Mm-hmm. That shit was dragging. <laughs> um, so no, she's like, this is something she's been working towards for a while. It's not, um, like these other artists, blue, like yeah. that. They just, oh, I have the opportunity to do my music and let me try to put it out there. No, she's been working um a long time for this. Um, so I'm proud for her. I hope she keeps going. You know how I know that uh, when Cardi B was out of here, I know she was gonna blow up when uh, just this past um, couple months ago when she had a Super Bowl ad for Amazon. Yeah, I'm like yo, yeah, she's gonna be around for a very long yep, time. She and, is, and on top of that, now she's pregnant. So yep, and you know people love pregnant people. They do. The- she she started getting gifts for everyone and all that stuff. So yeah, you know what? Um. She's co-hosting with Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah, on, that, on the that's on the huge. Show. That's huge. She um, what was I about to say? She um, people have been talking about oh she came out she shouldn't have got pregnant she didn't hide her career this that and the third blah blah blah. That gives her time to write new music, right. create create new songs for more relatable topics. Because right. at some point, um, her stripping and going here and going there is going to get old. And right. she has to come with something new. Now she can relate to being a mother, mm-hmm. being in the industry. Right. Um, um, she still can relate to her come up, mm-hmm. how how humble she is, how how hard it was, whatever. Now she has a whole new line of music she can she can, she can create. Pull from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her life experiences, right? Like you said, being a mom. Um, and yeah, like, pe- people are going to down her for yo. You should focus on your career first, then raise your family. Why can't she do both? Right. Well, I don't see why. I don't right. see why not. Uh, Drake's song. Fire. So, we listened to it right after we finished recording. That's it dropped, right. That's it when dropped it dropped. As right. soon as we finished recording. Yeah. And I listened to it on the on the phone in the, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's cool. You know, yeah. keep it moving. So, I drove to Baltimore the next day and I played it again. I'm like, oh, man. This is heat. It's hitting. It's fire. Just like all Drake's songs, it takes... If he doesn't drop something with a heartbeat, he samples um Lauren Hill song on yeah. uh, on that song. So if it doesn't have a, like a hard beat and he, if he's not like spitting rapping, I can't get into it right away. Mm-hmm. So this one kind of grew on me a it little did. bit. Um, so uh, I love the song. The video is is even more dope. They had um he had Issa Rae in that video. Yeah, he, he had, had uh, Tracy Tracy, Tracy Alice Ross in yep. that video. Had uh, Letitia Wright, um, which plays Sherry from um, Black Panther in that video. Mm-hmm. Um, had Tiffany Haddish in that video. Yes, yes, some good um, people in that video. He had Rashida Jones in that video. But get, do you know who who the video was directed by? No, it was directed by a female, twenty two year old. No, who? Twenty two year old female. Who? Her name oh, is. Oh, the girl from um, Blackish. No, no, she was in the video. I'm sorry. She I'm was. Sure. Um, yeah, Yara Shahidi. Yeah. She was in the video as well. So let me pull up her because um, I just saw following her because she's uh, super duper talented. Um, I think her last name is Evans. Karen K. 
Karen A. Evans on Instagram. Let me see. Um, she's 22 years old. She directed this music video by Drake, um, Nice For What. Um, and she also, his last video, God's Plan, he, she also was a kind of intern for Director X. He, he was on the video. Got but she, she was um, a little bit behind him, but she directed this whole video, man. This whole thing is her oh, vision. Oh, she got a lot of pictures on here about it. Yeah. Okay, I see. So, uh, oh, and his or her with God's Plan in the, in the mall. Okay. She's uh, she's 22 years old. She's a director. Crazy. Uh, she got Drake. She's from Toronto, so she got Drake to um to actually let her direct the video. So uh, Drake showing out for showing love for the young folks. It's it's amazing, y'all. Okay, the uh, the future is bright for for creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really believe um it. I, I I really believe sure pushing paperwork and doing all that stuff, doing your nine to five is fine. But there's always room for people to go out there, create content, yep. um, put yourself out there. No matter how embarrassing you think it is, somebody's going to like it. We're doing it right now. Right. We're, we're doing our thing. We had no idea that people was going to like this nope. or not, but we decided to still put it out. And regardless if they can. like it, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep grinding. <laughs> we're going to keep grinding like like Miss um, Fulton said. Yep. Keep grinding. Um, so definitely, shouts out to her, man. 22 years old. Um, what were you doing at 22 years old? Running a ninety million dollar store, but okay. nothing like directing a video. video. <laughs> At twenty two, um, I don't know. I was still in college, of course. Uh, I, I can't remember. Not directing the video. Not directing the video. <laughs> not creating content. We're yeah, just, we're just we were consuming the content and not being a part of the ones that created. Mm-hmm. So definitely, big shout out to Karen A. Evans on Instagram. You guys can follow. We started this when we were twenty two because we knew each other. Yeah, but then uh, we would think that this this setup. No, we would be we're, beyond we're, the setup. Right, right. We'll be doing. We'll be doing what um, the Bodega Boys doing. Right, but doing pop up shops. But, <laughs> but but then again, I think that you know we one thing that this was attainable. Like we would think, oh, it's too expensive to be on the radio or be on the internet. Oh yeah, we wouldn't even know. Possible. But uh, once you do your research. Everything is possible. Yeah. Um, all right. Everything. Everything is possible. All right. Corey got a new segment. Tell us about it, man. So we're gonna do this new segment called "Do Better." Um, basically, the segment is where we talk about things that's going on in the society and where people need to do better um, with what their decision is. Now, I know sometimes you get in situations where your decision making isn't the best, but I feel as though you could have did better. Um, so. Um, we're gonna today for our first segment of Do Better is dedicated to NBA player for the Cavaliers Tristan Thompson, who plays power forward in a uh, power forward slash center. Um, let me give you a little rundown of what's going on. Thompson has been um, in the news recently for cheating on his pregnant girlfriend Khloe Kardashian. Yes, a Kardashian. Let me um give you a rundown of history. Tristan left his last girlfriend Jordan Craig. While she was pregnant with their child for Khloe Kardashian. Um, while while Jordan was in her third trimester, this is where um, Tristan decided to up and leave and start a whole new entire relationship. Fast forward to now, Khloe is pregnant with Tristan Baby, who is due later this month, um, which is also in her third trimester. Um, and TMZ was able to obtain a video surveillance from October 2017 of Tristan at a hookah spot with three women and two who he was fully engaged with. In the video, allegedly, you can see Tristan Thompson making out with a woman with her tongue down, his mouth and all, mm-hmm. while the other one grabs his head and brings it to her chest and motorboats her, and she grabs his junk in the video. 
Uh, Chloe is due to give birth to her first kid later this month. Oh, I think it's calmer. Um, I think I think this is calmer for Chloe Kardashian. Um, um, you, it's a saying: be careful how you get your man, because that's my that that may be how you lose him as well. Um, Chloe, um, I think this is calmer for you. I think Tristan, you can do better. And here's why: I think Tristan can do better. Um, if you're gonna cheat, don't do it in public. Thing you're a public figure. You're a sports. You you're a sports player. You're he, six foot nine, my guy. <laughs> he is six foot nine, and he dates a Kardashian. Anything the Kardashians do, um, not as a celebrity, nothing is private. Especially dealing with a Kardashian, their entire life is in the media. They make money off their life. Everything they started with uh, Kim sex tape, um, and the families. All of them are rich now. Just all of them. They got makeup. They got perfume. They got TV shows. They got clothes. They got their own stores. They got they got everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. They got apps. They got they got everything. They just making money, and they all started for allowing people to follow their life and people finding their life entertaining. So as you're dating a Kardashian, you have to be mindful of what you do. Um, and why would you do it in public? I just don't get that. Um, on another note. I think, um, I'm not a fan of his timing. I think um, it's obvious that he doesn't care about women and their pregnancy and appreciate all the things that women go through while they are pregnant. Um, um, if I, To my understanding, third trimester is the hardest part because that's when, um, you know, everything's down to the last minute and it's time to deliver that baby. Can you I, confirm that? I would say uh, the first trimester is difficult. Oh, first the trimester. First, the first 12 weeks, 12 to 13 weeks about. Because it's new. Um, it's difficult. Your, bo- your body's getting adjusted. Uh, the morning sickness, uh, the aching, because your body your body's getting ready to expand. Your uterus yes. is coming up. Listen, um, I don't want to get graphic, but um, I know a couple things. Um, but the third trimester, um, after the first trimester, the second trimester, everything gets a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just getting big, and you know, gotcha. just just um, just getting. But that, a lot that's of when they're most vulnerable, and they feel like they're right. not pretty anymore. Right, right, right. So when when you factor all that thing. And how women think and how sensitive no let me take that back not sensitive not sensitive mm-hmm. how how things affect them and how they think um mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a tough time and it's the second time he's he's did something where the girl was ready to give birth to his child mm-hmm. um he doesn't i feel like he doesn't appreciate them right. and what they that nine months of being pregnant they did right. um somebody on twitter said uh tristan thompson is allergic to um the third trimester <laughs> <laughs> I did see that, um, but just on on a, on a on lighter note on this do better segment. Um, last time that he did this, the Cleveland Cavaliers won the title. Um, so um, we'll see what happens this year. The playoffs start um, Saturday, mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens um, from there. And on another note, black men don't cheat. I feel as though he was drugged, but he still needs to do better because he was uh, caught on video being drugged. Um, and allegedly cheating on Khloe Kardashian. Overall, do better, Tristan Thompson. Well, and that was a do better segment by Corey Hilton. So we're going to dive into our sports section. Uh, Corey, you want to start us off? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got up, woke up that morning, two days ago, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I seen my first tweet, Patriots owner Robert Kraft visits Meek Mill in jail. I was like, What? That was kind. Of, that was a bit of a head scratcher. That was a head scratcher. I want to know what that conversation was like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see some information come from what that conversation was like mm-hmm. and why he did it. All right. So you know that we. Um, I'll do this one. Okay, but hold uh, on. Okay. come on. And you know that um, 
they said that me, there was a lot of politics and a lot of uh, backdoor stuff involved with why oh. me Mill is in prison mm-hmm. in the first place. Absolutely. So he'll probably um, bring him being there is bringing awareness to um, the fact that yeah that situation that Meat Mill is in prison unlawfully and the reason why he's in prison because he didn't get on some some track with the judge's cousin or the judge's family right member or something right. like that. It's, some crazy stuff. It, it's a weird situation, but the, um, the bailiff had asked him for some money for their kid yeah, or something right, like that something that whole like that. situation was weird ass backwards yes uh, all right man what's next um so lakers um pulled up a player from the g league by the name of andre ingram andre ingram was playing in the g league well d league slash g league d league stands for development league mm-hmm. of the nba and g league is now gatorade because gatorade sponsors it now gotcha, gotcha. um he was playing in the d league slash g league for 10 years mm-hmm. Um, and this year was his year. Um, he's supposed to do an exit interview um, from the G League because their season is over. Um, but when he came out to his exit interview, Magic Johnson and um, someone else was standing there. And he was like confused as to, you know, why is Magic Johnson here? What is he doing here? And he was able, uh, Magic Johnson called him up from the G League and gave told him that he would be playing with the Lakers for the last two games of the season. So um, after 10 years of hard grinding and indeed. 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, 32 years old, 10 years. So he started playing in the D-League when he was 22. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been grinding all this time to finally get a call up to the NBA. And I was watching an interview of him last night after the game. He said he knew he it was so many times he wanted to give up. Uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want to do it. He didn't return to the D League or the G League for the following season. But something kept telling him, "This is his year. This is his year. This is his year." And finally, 10 years later. He finally made it to the NBA. So he debuted in the game last night, and I'm not a Lakers fan. Um, I do love Magic Johnson and 80 Lakers, but every everybody else after that I don't like. Um, he debuted in the game last night, and he had uh, – what a game he had. Um, he had 19 points, three rebounds, and three blocks. He played pretty good defense. Um, you could tell he was a little nervous out there on the court, but uh, – you know, he didn't let that stop him from doing what he did. I think he only missed two shots, one four from five from threes. Um, I think six from seven from field goal. Um, so he made his only free throw that he had because he had an N1 play. Um, and his team was so excited for him. So I think this is a, um a opportunity to let kids know um, that it doesn't matter if you get in the way that you expect to get in mm-hmm. or you get in 10 years later your goal has been met and just and keep grinding. You know what? That is sticking with us. Keep grinding. Again, shout out to Miss Fulton with our with our slogan. We gonna keep grinding. Yeah, keep grinding. Um so uh shout out to him and his family and him being dedicated, hardworking and being consistent, um, and able to achieve one of his dreams. And then I also found out during that interview that he um he's a tutor part time. Mm. So uh what did he say? He had a he had a uh, master's degree in um, I forgot what it was, but anyway, he does tutoring part time for the kids. Um, so he'll do Skype and and, mm. and FaceTime. Wow, that's dope. Um, yeah, FaceTime um, trainers tutoring over the phone while he's traveling through the D League and G League for this for students. Wow. Um, so he said he has he loves math. Um, and that's his other passion besides basketball. So shout out to him for you know taking care of the youth and mm-hmm. also showing the youth that if you work hard, dedicated, and believe in yourself, mm-hmm. that you can achieve your dream and goal. Exactly. 
All right, so the NFL draft is 15 days away, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, already requested the, the the first day of the draft, uh, which is April 26th. Took off. Uh, I made sure I took that off. What do you mean requested? I make my own schedule. You, you did. Uh, and the 17th. I requested both those days off because not only is round two of the draft on the 27th, but also the Avengers come out that day. Ooh. So I'm. Oh, that's a lit day. So as soon as the draft. When did you. No, it starts at night. So I might miss the second round of the draft. I'm cool with DVR. that. DVR. DVR. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, well, you can go to the movies earlier. That might be a possibility. Mm-hmm. If and, there's any tickets left. Yeah, for real. Um, that might be a possibility to go earlier, but I'm definitely going to see the Avengers and enjoy this NFL draft because I know it's going to be a crazy first round. Yeah, it should It, it should be. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what my team going to do. They might take a quarterback. They might take a wide receiver. Knowing Isaac Newsom, he's going to take somebody from the defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. I mean, Lamar Jackson might be available at 16. I think so, too. He might be. Uh, Calvin Ridley might be available for my he Ravens. Might, he might be your guy. Um, you might need a wide receiver. I hope we get a damn running back, but, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and Odell Green Beckham, he what actually... Isn't it Odell Green Beckham? Odell Green? Odell Green? I didn't know that. Odell Beckham? I, I, Odell, oh, my bad. So Odell Beckham Jr. He actually <laughs> he reported to what I call him Odell Green Green Beckham. I don't know. He got the he got the green light. Okay. So um, Odell Beckham Jr. He actually um, reported to um, to the Giants offseason workout. So he's healthy. He broke his ankle last season. Mm-hmm. That cut his season short. Um, there was a lot of offseason talks about him possibly getting traded for two first round picks. But um, and a, him saying that he's not taking the field unless he have an extension in his contract because he's still playing on his rookie deal. Right. Um, he's gonna be the highest paid and wide receiver, wide receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right. So it looks like he, the man. It looks like he is in on the Giants to stay, and we'll see this exciting season. They do play our Jacksonville Jaguars um, in MetLife Stadium. I will be in that stadium that day. Yeah, you always go. Um, so I want to see got how you look cute matching jersey shirts. All that, all <laughs> that. So I'm looking forward to see how um, Odell match up against Jalen because they didn't, they haven't really oh, played. Oh, you're right. Uh-huh. That is gonna be exciting. Let's go. All right, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right, so it's that time of the show where we wrap it up with our top five, top five, top five, top five. Um, if you're new, listen to our show. Um, we have a top five segment. At the end of our show. Um, so, whatever the category is, Corey and I come up with our top five for that specific category. Uh, we take it very seriously. We do not yes. share each other's top five. So, Reese was looking through his top five. And he was like, ooh. I was like, let me see. He was like, no. Exactly. Straight raw. <laughs> like, just, just literally like just happened. <laughs> just like that. So, um, when we each share our, um, our top five, we're both going to start at number five and work our way all the way to number one. So, and if we would definitely like to hear what your top five is of this category, shoot us an email at mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com with your top five and how you felt about our segment, episode six. That's right. And then we'll definitely read it when we shoot our episode, when we record our episode, um, episode seven. Damn, we on seven? We're working on seven. God damn. Can I? All right. So, uh, I'll start it off since Corey you kicked it off last week. Right. So t- first of all, the set the the category is top five like corner store candies or top five candies growing up as a kid. Right. Yes. F- shout out to Miss Dominique Dizel. I actually got the idea from her. She was like, maybe this will be an interesting top five. I'm like, 
it definitely sounds like an interesting top five. Yep. So number five, I'm gonna start it off with Nihilators. Nihilators. So um, back in the day, we used to. I didn't even know it was called Now and Later. <laughs> you just call them Now and Later. We just call them Nihilators. <laughs> That's so true. It's straight words, <laughs> just like that. It's all one word. Um, they used to come in so many different flavors. Um, they used to stick to the roof of your your gums and your teeth. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm gonna start off number five. Uh, now or later. That's a good one. Um, appreciate it, brother. This is a good one. I, I like the now five? later. Did you want it now? Or do you want it later? Right. Um, my number five. I would have to go with candy cigarettes. Can- oh. Yeah. Those were good ones. I used to eat those like I was smoking, yeah. and it's so funny because I absolutely despise smoking. Smoking to right. this day. Right. Um, I've never smoked anything a day in my life besides hookah. That might uh, be the gateway to cigarettes, though. To people that smoke cigarettes. That might be. Probably had Just too many be- candy cigarettes. <laughs> so, um, candy cigarettes was my favorite. I used to, I used to, man, I could eat boxes of those mm-hmm, shits. Mm-hmm. And they used to come in boxes that looked like, um, like cigarette, cigarette packs. Cigarette packs, yeah. God they had to stop. It. What, you forgot about that one? No, nah, I'm like, yo, y'all trying to set us up as kids. Oh, yeah. To they, feed the tobacco yeah. industry. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, he, we're laughing, but this is serious yeah. because right now we're gonna. I'm gonna throw a little segment in there real Go quick. Ahead. The Facebook thing with Mark Zuckerberg or, right. and, and and them Google and Amazon um, and Facebook controlling internet mm-hmm. and invading your privacy right. on things you search. Right. That's that's exactly what they did without the internet with the candy cigarettes. Exactly. They try to feed us into the tobacco world. It's the, it's the gateway, man. It is. Anyway, right. so number four is for me is uh, peanut chews. Oh, that's a good uh, one. I love they, me some peanut chews. They weren't always. They, they're small. You can eat as many as you can. They weren't as big as a Snickers or big as like a Baby Ruth, anything like that. But peanut chews are small, compact. You pop them in. You can eat them in one bite, and they were packed up peanuts it, and chocolate. Yeah, it, that's a good choice. Of um, my number. What you say? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> My um number four is nerds. I used oh, to love wow, nerds. That's a good one. I used to love nerds. I don't know why. Um, these little things just used to just make me so excited as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't really get why, but it did. But that was my um my number four nerds. Okay, so um my number three. That's number three, right? Yep. Uh, my number three was um, bubble tape. Oh yeah, it used to come in a little pack that looked like um, it was a circle. As yeah. soon as you pop it open, there's like a, the the gum was rolled up. Yeah, I remember. So you could pull it out, um, cut off a piece of remember it. Remember how you used to share it, it with people? Yeah. <laughs> you be like, huh? Here, here's yeah. your here's your two inches. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, the rest is for me. So back off. That's so, right. Um, you, yeah, my number three is is bubble gum. You remember bubble that- gum tape. You remember um, the 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 gum that you can that you used to get tattoos from? Yeah, I used to go in the store and get those uh, all the just, time. All you need to do is just put water on yeah. it and then just pull it up yep. and get the tattoos like yep. like angel wings or like uh, some some weird some yeah. yeah aqua stuff. So what's your number three? Um, my number three uh, it's fruitsies flavored titsy rolls. What? You never had the flavor Tissy Rolls? Nah, kid. Wait, you never had flavored Tissy Rolls? Never in my life. Call your mom. You was the problem of childhood. <laughs> you was. You never had flavored Tissy Rolls? Let me see rolls? how they, how I'm, they about look? To, I'm about to pull them up right now. 
I can't believe you never had flavored Tootsie Rolls. Look, it came right up. Flavored Tootsie Rolls. Let me see, yo. Wow. You never had I've these? I've never had these. Flavored Tootsie Rolls? Yeah. Bro, Tootsie Rolls just used to be the chocolate joint. No, they got like strawberry, green apple. Wow. Um, I was robbed. Grape. I was robbed as a child. Some other blue one. They had so many flavors. And then they had the fruity flavors. But then they also had um, some other type of flavors. It was um, it was all assorted flavors. It was... Oh, no. No. All of them's a fruity no. kind. I'm sorry. They would... Here's the list of all of them right here. You had... Hold on. Let me... You had the lime flavor. You had lemon flavor. You had cherry flavor. You had orange flavor. You had white flavor. Um, that, that was one side of it. Let me see. What was the other kind? Because it was, it was mad flavors. Um, you had, you had vanilla, you had, hold on, here's a picture of all of them. Green apple, grape, fruit punch, banana, um, blue raspberry, watermelon, strawberry, pink wow. lemonade, nah. uh, black cherry. Nah, kid, that was wrong. Wow. Next week, you will have some. All I'm right. gonna find some. We're gonna hunt some down. Yeah. Alright, so my number two, uh, top five, uh, candy growing up as a child, or chocolate, whatever you wanna call it. It's fruit roll-up, baby. Oh, Fruit roll-up. We used to um, take it out of the package, either wrap it around your finger, and then when you put it in your <laughs> mouth and pull it, like it sticks to your finger. Yeah. So you be you be um, getting it all day, eating it, chewing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, fruit roll-up. So, so fruit rolls are delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I could. My mom used to get a, a pack, and I would eat the whole pack in that day, like in like twenty minutes. There's no reason why you should have any fruit roll up like saved. No, you should for destroy what? it as soon as you get it. I don't understand what you're saving it for. Right. Um you just actually made me switch mine um to gushers. My number two is gushers. Gushers is gross, bro. What? I can't I can't take that liquid in my mouth. Bro. Oh my God. I was just about to say they got this new explosion bag of gushers. It comes in an individual like Two ounce bag and it's just gushes. It's just oh, it's an nah. explosion in your mouth. Nah, <laughs> it's still got had some the other day. Gushes are my number two. Hard pass, my guy. Okay. All right, so my number one again deprived. My number one uh, um, chocolate or candy growing up. Mm-hmm. Snickers. Nothing could top a Snicker. Even oh. now, I, I'll I'll pay a dollar and ten cents in that vending machine for that Snicker. <laughs> So um, Snickers used to be fifty cent, bro. They did. They now did. they wrote to seventy five cent. Now they're a dollar and change. Uh, Snickers, the nougat, the caramel, the peanuts, oh, the chocolate. I go for Snickers right now. Everything about Snickers. So you know, I didn't stop banging with Snickers until I got about to my, to to my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're delicious. But you know, what's crack was real was real addictive. What is it? The Snickers ice cream. Ooh. Oh my god. Facts. My when Spring god. decides to pull up, I might get one. Gotcha. But until then, I'm going to keep it with the regular Snickers. Gotcha. Snickers are delicious, though. Snickers are good. Hungry while wait. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one, I don't actually know the name of it, but in Baltimore, we still call it Penny Candy. It was like the rectangle candy with the two lines at the top. And it was like, they were like a size of a, a fucking penny, and they used to cost one cent. Um, and I cannot find it on the internet to get the actual name. Um, let me see if I can, let me see if I type Penny Candy in. Penny. See, see if something comes up. Yeah, candy. Oh, here you go. They was called Chews. Oh, my God. Elvis Fruit Chews. That's what they was called. You know yes, what? I remember those. Yes, that was... Go-to. Oh, my God. I used to rip them all open, just stuff them in my mm-hmm. mouth, eat like six at a time. And I didn't... What's weird, I didn't have cavities as a kid. Me neither. I still don't have cavities. Well, I had, I had 
two in 2015. Mm. And I'm like, I don't eat candy anymore. Mm. So how the fuck did I get a candy? Mm. But, I mean, you know, you get it from juice and other right, things. Right, um, right. Not flossing, blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I didn't have cavities as a kid. Gotcha. Um, mom, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall having cavities as a kid. Mm. Um, so that's your number one. That is my number one. Hey, I, I'll have to. Add, can I add a one A like an honorable mention? Sure, go for it. You know those strawberry candies that your yes, grandma used your to have. Grandmother used to, but have. you never seen them in the store. But she always had those <laughs> strawberry candies. Yo, bro. I don't know where she got those things oh, from. Oh, it, it's it, it's in a wrapper. I know people out there know what I'm talking about. Oh it, yeah, the candy itself is red, but it's in a wrapper, and the wrapper looks like a strawberry. Like the top of it is green, and the bottom of it is like red and white with the strawberry season outside. Those are so addictive. They are. Always used to find them. Your grandmother used to have them, mm-hmm. but you never knew. You never seen them in the store. This is true. Um, I used to love those things. Um, those with um, Werther's Originals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those two was always at my grandmother's house. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why my mom don't have it. Maybe because she's not a grandma yet. Uh, but maybe. She's still young? Yeah, she's, she's like 36. Young out she's like 36. Okay. Speaking of my mom, let me can I throw a little Seamus plug in real quick? Plug that, yeah. Um, <laughs> my mom is starting a tour company called Innovative Tours in Baltimore, Maryland that travels between Baltimore and DC and it gives you the insight of what what Baltimore and DC has to offer. More so Baltimore has to offer to you. So not just, you know, it's like where um the rise was for um, yeah, 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 a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot. Oh, Freddie Gray. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and she's starting a, a new tour company that talks that goes and talks about yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. shout out to her and starting her business okay. again. Regardless of how old you are, she's thirty six. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can start your business and go from there. Innovative tours. Can't wait to see it. Um, up and thriving. She has. Um, she's almost done getting it all together. So shout out to my mom for motivating me to do. You know, start my own business at some point because mm-hmm. I hold y'all. Again, mm-hmm. she's 36. Um, but that is it, guys. Thanks for listening to our episode six. Number six. Number we got six. to number six, yeah. We, six God. Six. What, what, what Drake say? Six God. Yeah, six yeah. God. Six, 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 six. Yeah. No, uh, well, don't say too many sixes. No, sorry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys for taking this ride with us. We're going to keep making these. Um, uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on SoundCloud, and now we're on Stitcher. So uh, please just look for us, uh, listen, share, tell your family, tell your friends. Comment, subscribe, Comment, rate. subscribe, rate, five stars, nothing less. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, stars. Again, if you um, give us any feedback on the podcast, send us your top five um, candies growing up as a kid mm-hmm. at mostlyeverythingpodcast.com. And, at and I know you got some candies out there. That's right. And definitely follow me on Instagram at r underscore g. You can follow me on Instagram at Corey Hilton one or Twitter team Corey Hilton, or you can follow our Twitter and Instagram page at Mostly Everything Podcast. Podcast. That's right. So have a good day, guys. See you next week for episode seven. Peace.